Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. All right, welcome everybody to episode five of Chairgating. Uh, we had a really exciting episode four where we just talked about stuff that was in the news for college sports um, because, like everybody knows, it's rumor season and there's actually no college sports going on. So it's the perfect time for a podcast that's just about college sports, right, Jay? Mm-hmm. No, yeah, we got some really important topics today. Yeah, I think today we're going to talk about uh, our favorite games for 2017 by conferences and then just some really 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 important stuff that me and jay both found in the news that was all about college sports so we're going to get into all that in this episode uh so let's do it all right so i want to start this episode off just giving a shout out to all my homies in h-town uh, happy 713 Day. If you don't know what 713 Day is, then you're not from Houston and you're not allowed to celebrate. This dedicated to DJ Screw, Fat Pat, Big Mellow, Big Steve, Fun. Well, at this point, the the day that they'll be listening to this, I'm sure it's, uh, 713 Day will be passed. So hopefully they celebrated it the right way. Well, yeah, I mean... I assume everybody in Houston had a huge celebration, and 714 Day is just kind of a recovery day in Houston. So I think it's going to be perfect that we release this episode on 714. So while they're recovering, they can listen to this podcast and just shout out H-Town. What up? So 714 Day is like a half holiday. Yeah. So, yeah, pretty much. Uh, I live in Austin now, so I didn't get the work off. I tried to talk to my boss about it, but she just didn't understand. She's from Dallas. So either she did understand and just chose not to because she's from Dallas or she's just so out of the loop that she didn't get it. Well, Austin just needs to start 512 day. I mean, that's one week after Cinco de Mayo. That just, I don't know. They just need to have their own little day. That's true. But they just don't have enough rappers. Like, like DJ Screw, what up? All right, well, we can get that changed. Okay. Uh, also, before we start off anything, I want to give a shout out to our first official fan, uh, me and Jay, we have a fan now, everyone. We Wait, you're talking about someone that's not related to us? Someone that's not related. Someone that we don't know. Uh, I know you're listening, Jeremy. I know you're listening. Shout out. What up? 
he was asking about merch. We're gonna be coming out with some merch because, like I said, I'm a I'm an official, uh, professional T-shirt designer. So I'm gonna design some sweet shirts. Jeremy at a uh, J part underscore underscore. I think that's what it is on Twitter. Snuck into our DMs and he was asking about some merch and I was like, yeah, we got some coming. What I didn't tell him. And hopefully he's listening so he knows now. He's going to get the first free merch. So whatever we come out with, he's going to get for free. I'm just going to send that to him because he is, like, the first person to actually, like, give us a shout-out. So Yeah, I just want to comment on that Twitter handle. The uh, the double underscore at the end of the name, that's a pretty power move. That is because you really have to know. Like, now I know it's double underscore. I wouldn't get that confused. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was confused at first, but now I'm not. So, Jeremy, J-Part, what up? Yeah, I feel like we just need to add two underscores to the end of Chairgate now. Fuck. Yeah, we got to delete this whole Twitter. Damn it. All right. Restart. We only have like 53 uh, followers anyway. I don't think it's going to be like a huge thing. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, now that we've given a shout out to our first official fan, I wanted to start by ranking our favorite games by conference for this year. So, so uh, you want to start you. at the top, ACC? No, you start. Yeah, ACC. Let's do it. All right. The let's Superior do it. Conference um, first. <laughs> I'm going pretty chalk to start it out. I think I'll, I'll get a little more obscure towards the end, but uh, don't tell ACC, me. Clemson, Florida State. Oh god. Okay. I just I, mean, I couldn't I couldn't find another candidate. This is week eleven, so I think at that point uh, Clemson will have their quarterback situation figured out. Um, they've got talent everywhere else, so if they can get that quarterback situation figured out by week eleven, and Florida State is at the form that we think they will be, I mean that not. game could be potentially huge. And some big playoff implications that late in the season, especially. Yeah, well, I'm hoping that uh, Clemson's lack of quarterback situation is a gain for the Texans' quarterback situation. As a Texans fan, I, I love you, Deshaun Watson. Do your thing. Yeah, I mean, I've got complete faith in Dabo. He's had two outstanding quarterbacks in a row. So, I mean, okay. why yeah. not Why not have faith in that? But also, so did Kevin Sumlin. Okay, well, look at that track record. Case Keenum and then uh, Johnny Manziel. Okay, well, that was a little different circumstances, but um, yeah, I guess. I'm just saying, did he get lucky with two great quarterbacks? I don't know. That's true. That's true. D- two different programs as well. All right. Okay, so let me tell you a better ACC game to watch. Miami at Florida State, September 16th. It's the first conference game for both teams, and I think it's the perfect opportunity for Florida State, who I don't think is great, to just destroy the Miami hype early. Because you know how I feel about Miami and how they're getting overhyped for not being that good. I want Florida State to just shit on them in an in-state rivalry and just prove that I'm right. Is that game in Miami? No, it's in uh, Florida. It's in at Florida State. Yeah, it's at Tallahassee, that wonderful city. The only the only thing I know about Tallahassee is they have Florida State there, and uh, Saber from the Office was headquartered out of Tallahassee. Yeah, that's right. Yep, those are the only things I know about Tallahassee. Never been. Okay, what do you Wait. got? Uh, what do you got for the Big Twelve? Let's see, Big Twelve. Um, I'm going on this one: TCU versus Oklahoma State. Okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean it's uh, week four. It's pretty early in the season. That's probably their first Big Twelve matchups. And I mean, just two high flying offenses. Uh, yeah, I don't really have anything else to say about that. Yeah. The Big Twelve is pretty, pretty bland to me this year. Yeah, they're very bland. They're they've been bland for the past like six years. So. I understand where it comes from. Uh, my Big 12 game is Texas versus Oklahoma, that uh, big rivalry they have, and that's October 14th, like always. Red River. Yep, 
not because I think it's going to be a good game. I think it's just the perfect opportunity for Lincoln Riley to prove that he's the better new young coach. Oh, so this is like an internal competition between the two. I think so. I mean, it's a really young coach that's been hyped up. Now he's the head coach at Oklahoma and Tom Herman, a young hyped up coach his first year at Texas. I think it's perfect. I think that he will prove that Tom Herman just fell into the right situation at Houston. Happy 713 day. Yeah, well, also, I don't know if this is going to prove the coaching skills much as just the talent on the field. Well, Oklahoma's talent on the field just is far superior to Texas. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So even if Oklahoma wins, even if they blow out Texas, like that's just more no, – this is the talent that's win, been recruited to, to I I disagree. Sooners. I disagree. I think if they win – like that bad, then you got to give some credit to coaching. Of course, I'm going to give some credit to coaching. Yeah, well, you said blowout. Yeah, I guess so. Okay. Um, Lincoln Riley's better. <laughs> we'll, we'll know. What day is that? October 14th. All right. We'll I'm know a big then. Sooner fan. Um, what do you got for Big Ten? Big Ten. I went Ohio State at Indiana. <laughs> okay. This is week one. Let me explain. This All is right. a Thursday Please night explain. game. Oh. Thursday night game. Oh, so they're copying uh, Houston. I see what they're doing. Yeah, August 31st on ESPN. And Indiana has one or two of these games every year. I mean, they've only won six games the past two seasons, but one or two of these games in the past few years where they'll make it real close and sometimes they'll pull the upset. So if it's going to happen, then why not the first week of the season against you know, the top dog in the in the Big Ten? Um, okay, so this well, is just one of those, one of those upset watch uh-oh. games. All right. Well, we have the official first upset alert on chair gating. The first official chair guiding upset alert coming from yeah, Jay. except for now. Watch when they win fifty six to zero. I just in, here's the in thing about the upset alerts of chair guiding, That would be what happens. Here's the thing: how the upset alerts, if they get it right, then I can brag about it forever. Yep. But if I get it wrong, then you know it was just hey, it was just you, an upset you watch. Went you went know? out on a limb to say that. So if you get it wrong, it's not that crazy. Like you know what, that was like big of you to even say that. So mm-hmm. nobody's gonna give you a hard time for that one. Uh, what I got for the Big Ten is Nebraska versus Rutgers, September 23rd. And the reason I picked that one is because it's the first conference game between the two. And it's a game between one dying program and a program that doesn't even belong in the conference. And so that's just, like, really riveting to me. Wait, which is which? Uh, you figure it out. Take a guess. <laughs> What's the dying program there? Um, Yeah, it's hard to tell. Yeah, it's Nebraska. The, the team that doesn't belong in that conference is Rutgers. It doesn't yeah. make any sense. They're not good. Uh, they weren't even good in the American Athletic Conference before they moved. They just wanted that New York market, and I don't think anyone in New York even cares about Rutgers because they can't even fill up a stadium now that they're in the Big Ten. I, I'm pretty sure they also play where the Jets play in an NFL stadium. So if your team plays in an NFL stadium or a stadium that's not on campus, I have no respect for you. That's some harsh words. Yep. It's just it's harder to build stuff up there, you know? There's less space. Like, how much space do you think they have on the Rutgers campus well, that they can just... Okay. a huge stadium. It's, it's New not Texas. Jersey. It's New Jersey. It's not New York City. Nobody cares about New Jersey. The property value is not can't be that expensive. It's New Jersey. I can't say I've never been to Rutgers campus. Yeah, and I don't plan on it because they don't belong there. Uh, what do you got for the pack? Pack. Uh, once again, pretty chalk here. Stanford USC because Stanford is one of the last three. This is at uh, at USC this year though, and they're the clear favorites of the conference. So if this is Finally, the time for USC to be back, back. Uh, this is going to be the game, I think, that kind of we'll be able to tell. Okay. Uh, what I have for the pack is none. No wow, games. So you just 
didn't even didn't even want to waste the, the five minutes to research that. No, I mean, my validation for this is that football starts at the Atlantic and ends somewhere in the Midwest, and I just don't think the hippies out in the West Coast deserve football. So I'm going to say none. So what happens when, uh, like, an SEC or a Big Ten school travels out West and plays? Depends on who's playing. Yeah? Yeah, depends on who's playing. Um, if it's, a, like, a good team, uh, maybe, like, somebody from the SEC that's good or... I don't know. Somebody that's good, I would watch it just to see the California team get their ass whooped. Dude, I mean, West Coast games are the best, though, because they they come on about 10 or 11 East Coast time, and so you can always go to sleep whoa, watching whoa, football. I don't know about that East Coast stuff. I'm Central. You can always go to sleep watching football. Regardless, it's late. Yeah, well, real football is in the Central time zone, but, uh, you know. All right, well, All right. what do you got for the SEC? SEC, uh, this was an easy choice. Oh. I'm not. I'm not going the Iron Bowl. I'm not going Alabama LSU. I'm not even going Alabama at all. LSU at Florida. Florida That's decided to make this. Yeah. This they decided to make it the homecoming game this year because of oh. um, all that stuff last year. Yeah. They rescheduled it. Oh, that's right. They they had to reschedule. They had all that social media trolling back and forth. That was awesome. Yeah, and so I mean the game last year was was incredible. That uh, goal line stand at the end. Oh, that's right, or, that's right. They did play. I was thinking, yeah, yeah that was last year. Florida beat them in the swamp. That was awesome. Uh, wait, no, not in the swamp. It was it was in Baton Rouge. But yeah, sixteen to ten. So this is this has definitely got some heated rivalry recent history because both head coaches were there last year. Well, you said not in the swamp, but then you also said Baton Rouge. So that's the swamp. No. Like I know that wait. Florida is like in the swamp, but like Baton Rouge is a swamp too. So. You no, Death Valley. Death Valley. Yeah, man. I know their stadiums nicknamed Death Valley, but I'm just saying the whole state of Louisiana is a swamp. So technically, you weren't wrong when you said that. Yeah, they should just call it like the Swamp Bowl. Oh, what? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we just this we're is, gonna trademark that. Yeah, this um, is one of those nice like genius. east-west east-west rivalries. Yeah, it's two like really swampy. One one has the logo of a of an alligator. And the other state is filled with alligators, so it's really weird. I, yeah, one has like really trashy fans, and the other has like super trashy fans. Yeah, that's a really good point. One has ex- like the trashiest fans in the country, and the other just has really obnoxious, trashy fans. Yeah, with like weird tats. Yeah, and you figure out which one I'm talking about. Weird you accents. Out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, figure that out. Uh, what All I right, got what's, for the what's SEC? Your game? Yeah, I got UGA versus Tennessee, September thirtieth. Interesting. Yeah. And so the reason I picked that one is it's early in conference play, and it's between two what I think are mediocre teams that uh, are both highly ranked in the preseason for the SEC East, and they were both only 500 in conference play last year. So I think it's a great opportunity to just show how mediocre both teams actually are. Yeah. Tennessee probably more than Georgia. Actually, I can see them both being mediocre. I mean, the SEC outside of Alabama has been pretty mediocre recently. Yeah, I mean, I even had a tweet earlier. Uh, they had the predictions for most likely to win the SEC East. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you could actually flip this list upside down and it would still be about as accurate because as long as you're over 500 in conference play, you'll win the SEC East and lose to Alabama. Yeah, it's it pretty much just depends on who you schedule from the West, you know? Yep, yep. If you... If you if you pull out like uh, Mississippi State or Ole Miss, then feel pretty confident compared to if you got like Alabama or Auburn, someone this year. Yeah, I mean, literally, Kentucky was the lowest on the list. Vanderbilt wasn't even on it, which was hilarious. But um, Kentucky was literally the lowest on the list for the SEC East to win for like probability standings. 
And the funny thing is they're like the upset team this year. Mm-hmm. So it, well, yeah, like it's the SEC East. Like, who fucking cares? As long as you win more games than you lose in conference, you're probably the champion. Yeah, Kentucky, Missouri, like those are the kind of the trendy, trendy picks. Yeah, well, South Carolina. Well, Missouri, I just that's so dumb. Yeah, South Carolina was second uh, lowest. I think Missouri and Vanderbilt both weren't even on the list, which I think is fair. Okay. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm not saying they're going to win the conference uh, or even the division. I mean, just those are definitely like bowl teams it seems like yeah but that's the sick. entire conference of the sec yeah i i mean if <laughs> i'm gonna put money if you're on gonna it, it's gonna win you're in the sec you're gonna go to a bowl game mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing chumba casino this year i was only playing for fun so winning this was a dream come true chumba casino is america's number one social casino experience it's serious fun with over 80 casino style games to choose from you too could win life-changing amounts of cash be like mary log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a world that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary void or prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details the voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Oh, no, no, I'm just saying I don't think they should be on the list to potentially win the division. Like, they're not that good. Yeah, right. Okay, did you have any more? Uh, did you do the, the G5 schools? Hell yeah, I did G5. Okay, well, I guess I don't have the, the privilege to join you on that one. You cause... don't. You don't. Uh, you're not pri- privileged like me to uh, go to a G5 school. So if you did mention it, I was actually going to call you out and say that you actually don't have the right to even talk about this. Well, I'm glad I didn't spend the two minutes fighting the games. Well, I'm glad. I paid a lot more attention to this than the stupid so-called p5 more like pussy right. five um, I'm, I'm gonna go run in the bathroom while you do these all right yeah uh what i got for the aac uh is houston at usf south florida november 18th it's the last i think it's the last game of the conference play for both teams yeah and so, that sounds about right season. november yeah and so i honestly this is like the one like the actual one that i didn't do as a joke pretty much because I think both teams are going to be good, and I think this will determine if one of the G5 schools get to go to a New Year's Bowl. Mm-hmm. This is pretty much the conference championship game. And uh, it's at South Florida, so they definitely have a little bit of an edge there. So I think that's going to be a great game, actually. What I got for the Mac Nation was Toledo versus the rest of the conference, August through November. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it's been decided by sports media writers that uh, Toledo is just good now, apparently. And since we have no idea who else in the who else is like really in the conference, I'm just gonna say like Toledo versus everyone else. Yeah, so, action. I'm ready. Yeah, for that's it. what I got from action. Um, and then Conference USA, Western Kentucky versus Florida Atlantic or Florida Atlantic University, October 28th. Supposedly, Western Kentucky is supposed to be the best team in the conference. Also, have no idea and can't really say that's wrong. Little toppers, baby. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, the episode in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia where Charlie's explaining that when you burn garbage, it goes up into the sky and creates clouds, and that's good for the environment. <laughs> and Mac yeah. was like, that doesn't sound right, but I don't have enough information to prove him wrong. Or I could burn it up and get a nice smoky smell in here and let that smoke go into the sky where it turns into stars. 
that doesn't sound right, but I don't know enough about stars to dispute it. No. That's how yeah, I yeah. feel with a lot of the G5 conferences. So Western Kentucky, the best, apparently. In until you know further information that proves that wrong, you're just going to go with it. Yeah, I'm just going with it. Okay, so Western Kentucky, Florida Atlantic, the reason I picked that is they're the best team in the conference, and it's versus Lane Kiffin. That's yeah, any opportunity that you can see Lane Kiffin, right. like, that's definitely worth it. Right, so I'm excited to watch that one. Uh, Sunbelt, um, or who somebody tweeted at me today, sorry I didn't get your Twitter handle to give you a shout out, but he called it Fun Belt, which I really liked. So I'm going to start saying Fun Belt. Uh, Coastal Carolina versus App State, October 21st. Big time. Coastal's first conference football game in the Fun Belt versus, apparently there were rivals, I guess at one point, and the App State is actually like the highest preseason ranked in the Fun Belt. So I'm going to go ahead and give this one the second official Chairgate and upset alert. It's a road upset alert. Yep. So I'm calling that one. Chase calling his. Uh, so we'll give. We'll maybe put like a little sound effect in for upset alerts. So whenever we yeah. say it, you'll like -na 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 -na, or something. You know, you'll hear something, so you know we're doing an upset alert. Uh, and then to finish it off, uh, the worst conference outside of the pack is the Mountain West. Boise State versus Wyoming, October 21st. Pretty much just because what we talked about earlier. Wyoming apparently is supposed to be good now. And just the electric blue for, versus the brown and yellow team. And just any hippies that are going to, like, trip on acid and like to watch football, that's, like, the close ex ex experience they'll have to, like, good football out west because you're tripping Wait, on acid. Wait, so hippies that take acid and like to watch football. Yep. That's, was that, like, three people maybe? No, that's one person. That's just, like, that's who they are. And I think that's the people that actually watch games – in the pack or the west coast i think that's what they do i mean oh, yeah. i'm pretty sure anybody in colorado like the whole state's high right mm -hmm. yeah so you know it's something along those lines they're all high and if you're out west i don't know about your football because you don't actually play football so yeah just two weird colored teams playing each other that's got to be fun for you dude i can't wait until usc wins the national championship this year Okay, well, we'll just pretend like you didn't just say that. So that's what we got for those. I'm glad uh, Jay didn't have anything to say about the G5s because he's not allowed to. Anybody that went to a G5 school or just anything outside of a P5 school, just, you know, give us a shout-out on Twitter, DM us like our boy did, and, you know, we'll give you a shout-out. We recognize, or at least I mm -hmm. do. Jay doesn't understand, but I recognize. Half yeah, us do. Okay, so that's that. I wanted to also touch basis on something that I've been talking about since episode one and did not mention in the last episode, and that's the bear files. So where I left off was the idea that maybe there was an Auburn fan living undercover in Tuscaloosa that was pushing Bear to drink after he got out of rehab slowly killing him that way which i think is still considered murder so i'm gonna stick with that with the auburn fan murdering bear through alcoholism i did a little bit more research and i gotta say i'm kind of stuck on a dead end here i cannot find any i even called a couple bars in tuscaloosa they are not owned by auburn fans they thought i was joking when i called nast so i'm pretty sure they're like not lying because they were like are you like this is a joke right some of them even laughed that's what a lot. That's what a liar would do, though. If you've watched Lie to Me, like that's the easiest sign to tell if they're lying. It's just laughter. It's nervous. What? Oh yeah, man. Oh, you gotta watch. Shit. Yeah, watch okay. Lie to Me. Well, you know what? I'm, uh, you know, I'm a professional T-shirt designer. 
I'm not a professional uh, detective. So I might need your help on this one. Just I know you don't want to get involved, but maybe you just kind of be in the background on like a three-way call and they don't hear you and you just like mm-hmm. text me and be like, they're lying. Yeah, it's hard to tell over the phone. Like you need kind of like some facial cues too or uh, like a lie detector. That's also a good thing, but that's kind of hard to do without their permission, you know? Well, it's you know, it doesn't have to be like in court. I know you need permission for that, but, you know, we don't need anything like official. I just need to prove that I'm right and everybody else is wrong. So, yeah, I think it's going to be hard to do over the phone or online at this point because, you know, now we're having to actually deal with people. So I am currently looking for some people to go undercover for me uh, in Alabama. I've got a few people already lined up. Uh, One guy is an Alabama fan. But his family uh, is all—they're all Auburn fans. So he actually like grew up kind of on the Auburn side, but made the switch to Alabama. And he was talking to me about how he could actually go undercover for me and probably find out the truth. So we're gonna get back on that. Sorry for all the listeners, like the one listener apparently we have. Sorry that I haven't figured that out yet, but I'm still working on this and I'm not giving up. Let's not sell ourselves short. I think we got a few hundred downloads. Uh... That's the true. past few episodes. That's so. true. But nobody's nobody's DMing me. And, uh, you know, I'm lonely at work. I'm just kind of, like, making sure it's I'm lonely. DM me. I'll say what up. I'll talk to you. Yeah. So that's that's the bear files. That's what I got so far. And we'll get back to that whenever I get some more information. I have not given up, just so everybody knows, not given up. All right. So I guess we'll move on to our next segment. Jay, you sent me an article about Kansas lowering their ticket prices for students. Yeah, this was, uh, I guess, in reaction to they, they're they relocating some of the student section uh, for their basketball games. They're taking away uh, some seats from the student section of basketball, which I guess at University of Kansas is kind of a big deal. Yeah, why are they doing that? Well, apparently they weren't f- using all of the uh, all the student seats. Like, there are actually some empty for seats. For basketball? Yeah, I mean, I guess the big games, they're all sold out, but maybe some of the smaller ones. It's the Big 12. Uh, they like they don't have much patience with that, yeah. so they're like, "No, we're going to take away some of your seats." Um, well, and so everybody knows they're like, going to join the Big Ten soon. Yeah, yeah. So to kind of sweeten the pot, they lowered their all sports combo pack from one hundred eighty dollars uh, down to one hundred and sixty. So you so know it's you know it's bad when Kansas isn't selling enough basketball seats because okay, football they shouldn't even have to pay for, but I understand they kind of lump it in with basketball as like one of those package deals. I understand the concept. At U of H, we actually didn't have to pay anything. Every game was free. So, you know, that's, that's well, a G- it's in your It's probably in your student fees. Yeah, that's just a, it's a G5 thing. So, you know, you P5 people probably don't understand. But I understand that they have to lump it in because no one goes to football games in Kansas. But it's just sad that their basketball program is not even selling out. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, um, like you said. Uh, They're a basketball that- school. That one hundred and sixty dollars—that's they're kind of claiming that's for football, but let's be honest. Like, I, I'm pretty sure they would actually pay to to get some students there to the football games, right? They should that's, just take football out of that package deal and just be like, "Look, it's free. Please come," uh, and then start selling beer. alcohol. I know a lot of colleges don't do that. From my personal experience, University of Houston—they started selling alcohol at games, and attendance skyrocketed. Oh yeah, you got the graphs to show that. Yeah, hold on. Yeah, I got the graph uh, right here on my computer. Yep, it skyrocketed. Wow, just went straight through the roof. No, there's actually like a little rocket emoji on the graph. Wow. Yep. So I know 
University of Texas also started doing that conveniently when uh, they started sucking at football. So I'm telling you, it, it works. It actually works, and Kansas should consider it. Sad to hear that they can't even get people in their game for basketball, but I truly believe that's because they're in the Big 12. Yeah, well, let's not over-sensationalize this. Like, I'm sure they're still selling out the big games, but apparently it's just a few hundred students that aren't uh, using their, their tickets for the smaller games, and that's why they, like I said, they just don't have much patience. They're like, you right, know how much money were, we can make. If they are in a competitive conference, then they wouldn't have as many like bullshit games that nobody cares about. Oh, so you're saying if they'd moved to the Big Ten? Yes, I think they're a perfect fit for the Big Ten. Sorry, Kansas State. I know you're probably going to be left out of this deal when the Big 12 just evaporates into nothing. You can join the AAC and be a G5 because uh, you would G. I get it. But I think they should, yeah, they should join the Big Ten with Nebraska and Iowa. I think it'd be great. Let's have a, uh, let's have a segment sometime in the next <clears throat> few episodes about what we think we should do about uh, like relocating teams okay. in different conferences. Okay. Uh, episode six, everybody look out for episode six. We're going to be talking conference about our restructure. Perfect, yeah. Our perfect conference restructure. And obviously if you've been listening to this podcast, you know what we say is the best. So just keep your, keep your ears out for that. Moving on. You want to talk about Deshaun Watson winning the ESPYs? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if anybody was tuned into the ESPN last no, night. No, nobody but... was. If they actually watched sports, they weren't. Yeah, best male college athlete went to the Deshaun Watson from Clemson. And pretty big deal considering his competition that he's up against. You know, <clears throat> uh, Wake Forest, one of their soccer players. Whoa. Um, yeah, Maryland's lacrosse player, Matt Rambo. Oh, I think he Rambo probably should have won just based on the name. I would have voted for Rambo. Yeah, Penn State's uh, one of the wrestlers, Zane Rutherford. Damn, that's then, a pretty dope name, too. And then you, uh, kind of a down year for basketball players, Frank Mason from Kansas. What? So, uh, but he couldn't even get people to his games. That's true. That's probably why he didn't win. Yeah. Yeah. We're not the only ones that, like, read between the lines here. We're not the only ones doing research and figuring this out. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. So, I mean, pretty weak year for men's best male college athlete at the SVs. But well, I'll say, I'll say every. I, I'm saying he, he probably would have won most years. I mean. Well, I'm just going to say every year for the SBs this is a weak year because nobody cares about the SBs. Yeah, but it's the only place you're going to be seeing this type of award. Well, that's not true. What if we start an award ceremony? Uh, what would categories be? Uh, okay, episode six, everybody listen. We have categories going up for our... Cherry getting awards. Cherries. Cherries, yeah. Uh, we'll probably restructure that. Nah, that, we'll, uh, we'll pop their cherries. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Okay, yeah, and then yep. we'll hand out those uh, cherry awards. Yep. 
it's like the Dundies. I'm going back to the office. I've been watching a lot of the office lately. My uh, girlfriend's a little upset because she, apparently she listens to the podcast, which I was not expecting. She listened to episode four and heard me talk about how I'll ignore her for the next two days to do some research. And I did. Wasn't too happy about that? Uh, well, I did ignore her for like three days. And I just put on the office like on repeat. Just to have something like on the TV while I'm like sitting in uh, the recliner because everybody that listens to chair gaming needs a recliner in their household because that's kind of like our thing. But I'm sitting on the recliner on the laptop just like grinding, you know, doing some real research and I just have the office going, you know, and she clearly, she clearly noticed that uh, I was, I was ignoring her a little bit. So she listened to episode four today when I was at work designing uh, badass t-shirts and she even like texted me and she was like, yeah, real funny. I was like, fuck. So I'm sure you thought, you, you thought you could slide that by her. Yeah. So I'm sure she's going to listen to this one too. And uh, just a shout out to my girlfriend. She's amazing. Thank you for the cookies today. All right. We'll cut that part out. Yeah, probably. Um, all right. So that's SBs. Nobody cares about them. That's just my thought. I think it's so stupid. So we're going to get the cherries going. Yeah. they will be way better categories. Yeah. The cherry poppers. All right. Moving on. There's another SB award. Uh, Is that, that SB too? You didn't tell me this. Don't. Get Reddit articles. I like those. Espies, God damn it. Yeah, this sorry I snuck that one. Uh, uh this was did Caitlin Jenner present, the, present this one? She did. No, I think it was um DeAndre Jordan. I'm just making that up. This was <laughs> biggest it was the guy upset from Joanna Man. hmm Uh yeah, the girl from Joanna Man. Oh, sorry, sorry, the girl from Joanna Man. Don't make me no difference. I still love you, Joanna Man. This was the upset of the year given to Mississippi State basketball. Women's basketball. Upset of the year. That was the like category that they won. Yep, yep, yeah, yeah. I actually, can, I I enjoy this. I enjoy this category. I can get on board with that. Actually, that's a that's a pretty legit award. They deserve something because the NCAA women's basketball like championship means nothing. It's worthless unless you're UConn, but it's worthless. So at least they got okay. something that's somewhat meaningful. Yeah, but they didn't win the they didn't win the championship. They lost to South Carolina. Oh shit! That's right. All right, we'll cut that this part is, out. This is the final four. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> so that See, means... that's, how, that's how much I know about women's basketball. Shame. Fuck. Exactly. That was my follow-up question. Uh, so how much of that did you watch? The what? The Mississippi State-South Carolina game or? Well, I'm assuming you didn't watch the championship, but no. did you watch the uh, the Mississippi State-UConn uh, game? Yeah, so that's the thing is that's, I think, the one uh, basketball game I've watched from start to finish because – I was bartending and we had it on the TV because apparently some people wanted to watch it and I watched the whole thing because we were slow and I watched it and it, you know, it was women's it was basketball. But I'm assuming that you, once you saw that you kind of lost, you're like, okay, well that's the champion, right? <laughs> like that's just, yeah. So that's the thing. I think I actually thought that was the championship. So uh-huh. that's my well, bad. Yeah, you see, you see you kind of in the tournament. You're like, okay, that just makes sense. Right. You know? Yeah. I know we're a uh, big time, like college sports podcasters. So I'm sorry for that mistake. Uh, that was a big mistake on my part. Sorry, all the listeners. And uh, okay, well that Jerry. that always brings up the fun question of could Gino Oriema coach men's college basketball? Mm. Um, no. Any rationale? No, just I, like you're in women's sports, it's not the same. Um, I, mean, I think I'm pretty sure he said it himself that he doesn't want to get into men's, and right. I'm sure he's had plenty of opportunity. Right. I mean, look, you're a coach for women's sports. That's great that you're like what, the most winningest coach of all time, probably, or, like, one of the most winningest coaches of all time, that's great. Stay in your lane, hashtag. 
don't move over to men. So that's too much competition you don't want to deal with. If you're good at recruiting, like, 18-year-old girls for some reason, then just, like, stick with that, dude. Nobody's questioning the fact that you're recruiting the shit out of 18-year-old girls. So, I mean, he's getting paid a ton of money. He gets paid... Well, it's not, like... It's not competitive for, for top-tier uh, men's, but he's he's getting paid, like, $2 million a year. Like, just stick to that. Yeah, exactly. So stick to what you know. Stay in your lane. He's gonna have a job. He's gonna have a job forever. Yeah, exactly, and it's great. And he'll die a legend there. Like he'll have statues of him, and for you'll sure. probably be the only person with a statue for women's basketball. Well, Pat Summit, I'm sure, is another one. I don't know who this person is. You're just, I don't. know. All right. Well, I guess I'm a little more versed with women's college basketball. Okay, you'll be our I, women's college I, basketball guy then. There we go. I can carry that load. Okay. Okay. Great. Uh, I will be the lacrosse guy. All right. Sounds like we got all of our. Uh, Yep. Corners I don't know anything about lacrosse. Uh, okay. I read an article. I forgot who it was by. Sporting News. Sporting News. Big shout out to Sporting News for their NCAA football uh, article about how the video game's not coming back. That was just an amazing read today. Thank you for that. Pretty much the whole article was just about how the video game apparently isn't coming back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's yeah. it. It seems like every year around this time, because this is usually when it gets released, there's like an annual... Hey, this is the update. Oh, this is not coming out anytime soon. Um, so they get you with the headline. You see NCAA football video game in the headline. You click on it, and then you realize, oh, this is pretty stupid. It just kind of went through the whole timeline back in 2013 when they stopped making it. Um, yeah. And then it and then it just concludes with like, yeah, there's no progress. This thing isn't going to be made anytime soon. Yeah. So that was the. I mean, that was the whole article. It blew my mind because I was like, look, I know there's no college sports going on right now great rumor season but this doesn't even have rumors like it couldn't even be like hey we think it might come back that's better in my opinion at least just be like there's no proof but you know unidentified sources have confirmed that it will come back in 2020 yeah just like throw that little seed in it's like oh there's this one loophole maybe that they could come back but exactly there's zero yeah there's nothing like it's just it's like watching like a horror movie when the the killer just like can't die. You're just watching it and you're like, "Why am I wasting my time watching this shit?" Like they're all going to die and the killer's going to live. Like it's Yeah, stupid. like I know how this is going to end. This video game's never come back. Yeah, I get it. And so, I mean, I don't know. I, I we both love the game. Everybody fucking loves the game. I don't care who you are. It's kind of like how I actually like FIFA, but I think soccer is the dumbest thing ever and it's not a real sport. But we everybody loves the game and I think there's a really good solution for how to bring this game back. What's that? Okay, so here's my idea. Everybody still plays NCAA 2014, right? Because mm-hmm. that's the last one they had. Mm-hmm. And it's unfortunate because it's like on PS3 and all the other uh, older consoles. But I think if they have just a thing that says like college football, right? It doesn't even have to say NCAA, just college football. That's what you title it. And have it like a downloadable game for like $30. I would pay that to download it because it's all updated graphics on my PS4, uh, whatever the fuck Xbox has out right now. I don't know. Xbox players are weird. But I would download that, and then everybody just, like, updates their own shit. So they're not liable for any likeness. Yeah, yeah. Because that's pretty yeah. much what NCAA 14 is right now, but with, like, old graphics on an old console. There's got to be something holding back EA Sports from just releasing their Madden engine, you know, like – all the physics that goes yes, into that. Yes. And they just they just throw out shells of, you know, like all these empty rosters and then just have and let the community. Just, yeah, let let the community uh just build their own 
because that's yeah, what like, they're doing now anyway. We couldn't be the first person to think about this. Like, I know there's got to be some person, some executive in EA, like, look, there's a huge opportunity. So there's got to be something holding them back. Yeah, because you don't you have know? to charge, like, a lot. I mean, you probably could charge, like, maybe 60 Honestly, I'd probably pay that. I'm not going to Oh, for lie. sure. Yeah. You could yeah. pay the price for a new game, definitely. Yeah, so, but don't even sell the disc anymore. Just downloadable game, because I know a lot of uh, video game people do that now. I'm not that big into it but downloadable game $60 and it's just a community based game where everybody builds their own teams so they're not liable for the likeness on that anymore that's that's completely like shared information they just sold the software for the actual Mm -hmm. game the only thing is they need to uh, have a way for us to build like stadiums and stuff that was my next point yeah yeah there needs to be some kind of program in there where you can build a stadium but not like that stupid fucking like 2006 stadium builder that they used forever. Like something where you go online and actually like pretty much like take the fucking stadium and put that into a video game. Yeah, like some $200 computer software that's like legit. You know? Yeah, like, well, I mean, I mean, people are going to pay a lot for this. I think I think you could make your I'm money back. All you have to do is put a dynasty mode back in there, and I've got to my next oh, two years. Oh, my booked. fucking God. Oh, my God, right? That's like I'll quit my fucking job. I will quit my yeah. job, file for unemployment, and that's what I'll do forever. That's it's sad it. that two 20-year-olds are saying that, but, you know, that's just reality. Well, I'm not 20, so, you know, respect respect. Seniority. Well, I didn't say – I said 20-something-year-olds. Okay. Okay. I'm just going to say respect my seniority is all I'm going to say. But, yeah, that's the truth. That's the honest-to-God truth because, like, as a U of H fan, I like to – uh, update the U of H roster because there's always those like crazy nerds that love football and shout out. I'm not making fun of you. I love y'all. Y'all the best. Like the nerdy people that like sports Moneyball, I love you. Uh, whoever you are, but as a U of H fan, I like to download the updated rosters for U of H, but I still got to play in our old fucking stadium. And it's kind of annoying because we have a mm-hmm. dope ass new stadium that I'm never going to be able to see again because the game's not out. So, I, and I know uh, Vought Hemingway got remodeled. Y'all have a bigger yeah. stadium. You'd probably like to see that. Bolted in, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, just. It, it might get tricky with, like, if everybody's got different rosters, how are you going to play online? You know, there's just greater minds than ours that would probably figure that out, you know? I don't see how that's tricky. Just, you know, have the. Well, if I've got a different roster than you, like, if we both downloaded different rosters, how are we going to play online against each other, you know? What do you mean? There's got to be some kind of base roster. So, we're not playing two different. Um, so, I don't have a different roster setup than you do you know what you could do is uh, if you want to play online you can only download the most popular roster yeah i mean like i said there's there's definitely some ways around it just well right there sitting That's here sitting here right. <laughs> i just figured it out all right let's uh, move on, on i'm just saying we're on a fucking podcast talking about this and we've just now uh solved this whole problem all right well uh, i don't understand kickstarter campaign going. That's what I'm saying. i don't understand why they, uh, ea sports can't do it Apparently, we need to also create video games. So it's gone from like creating a website, creating T-shirts, creating our own award ceremony to creating video games. I think we need again, to do it all. EA Sports might be in a little heat with with college sports that they might just want to stay away for a little bit. Maybe like 2K That's would true. take that. That's true. So. Yeah, maybe, but 2K shit sucks. Like, they have basketball, I guess, and that's about it. I just think that maybe we need to step up and do it all. Like you said, get a Kickstarter or whatever. uh, Don't say anything bad about 2K Sports, by the way. 2K Basketball is one of the greatest video games of all time. Well, that's what I said. They have basketball, and that's it. I said that. Yeah. Okay. All right. I gave them their respect for basketball. I, I, You know, other than basketball, though, they they don't have anything. Well, yeah. Also, we need to bring, if we're going to do the football, let's just bring back college baseball also, NCAA baseball. That might be my favorite game of all time. Exactly. 
Exactly. Oh my yeah. god. I mean, I love MLB the show. It's great, but college baseball when you finally get to the College World Series, oh my god. I still play that. Yeah. Yeah. See, and I mean that's been out. That's been gone longer than NCAA football. So over a decade. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. We'll just bring back NCAA soccer. I mean, that's never a thing, so we're not bringing it back. But that, that, that'll that be a thing for all the FIFA people. Whoever likes uh, or doesn't like sports and like soccer for some reason, you got it. We, we'll bring it to you. Well, it's a pretty simple thing. And maybe this only applies to me, but you just take a professional sports game and then you add recruiting and it just makes it a million times better. Oh, yeah, 100%. Because that's like part of the fun. At first, when I was playing Dynasties, I'd be like, Nah, I don't want to recruit. It takes up too much time away from the actual, like, game. Yeah, But yeah. the more you play, you're like, well, fuck, this is kind of, like, cool. I'd like to, like... Invest, also, yeah. Yeah, we'll build, we'll build a better recruiting process, too. I think it'll... We'll have, like, actual graphics of, like, going to the house and knocking on the door in the Paying hood. Paying money. Yeah, and, like, in the hood and the mom being like, well, what you gonna do for my boy? And then, yeah, you just give them money and, like, buy them a car, like, show up with a brand new car. It'll be, like, or, blitz the league, but, like, for recruiting. yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's that's actually a good point. It's like a little mix of both. Or if you're a coach at Michigan, you can like stay the night at the oh, player's house. Yeah, that's true. Well, you could do it at any school, but you're taking like the playbook from Michigan. Like All you right. stay the night and it's not weird or anything. No, it's not weird. Well, it's like the UConn coach uh, being really good at recruiting 18 year old girls, 17 year old girls. That's not weird. That's just no, there's winning. nothing weird about it. That's just winning. That's being a coach that's wanting to win. Um, no, yeah, he starts recruiting them at like 15. So <laughs> that's not weird. Just mind there's your own fucking weird. business. Uh, okay, so that's NCAA uh, football. Uh, I think yeah. that's what we talked about the longest on this episode was... I mean, I could talk about that for next two hours, you know? All like, right. We'll just have to limit that to that, at least for this episode. All right, episode six. Uh, also, look out for us talking three hours about NCAA football. <laughs> and yeah. and honestly, people would probably listen because we'd probably get more listeners because so many people, I think, fucking love that shit like we do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, moving on. Uh, did you see the list of top players for 2017? Indeed, I did. Yeah, what would you think about that? Um, I thought it was a little weird that they had a sophomore as number one. Oh, did you? I think, uh, in my opinion, uh, it's just kind of a bit injustice that they don't have the Alabama starting 22 as the top 22. <laughs> okay. Just my opinion. Um, that's fair. To be fair, uh, Nick Saban should have been number one. Yeah, I mean... I think he on. I think he honestly made the honorable mention. Yeah. Uh, as as a coach. So I'm just gonna go ahead and say happy seven one three day, Ed Oliver Houston. What up, true sophomore, the greatest college football player ever to play the game. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So he got number one spot for anybody that didn't know this. This was on, uh, Sports on Earth, and I know Jay said that he would prevent me from ever talking about this sports on earth shit again but you know what i've just grown more and more fond of them i fucking love them now so shout out to sports on earth uh if y'all have a podcast say what up get into our dms if you don't have a podcast we're here hire us because i'm a big fan now after this uh list you made look you were talking shit about them last time and i think they just they wanted to get back on your good side so they put it was like a sympathy like ed oliver probably wouldn't even be in the top 50 but well (laughs) I wouldn't say that. But is there anybody from Miami in, like, the top 20? Uh, let me go through. There's uh, Mark Walton. He's a running back. Uh, he's 97. And then the only other Miami player on the list is at 44, wide receiver. Yeah. So you're, I think you're right. I think they're probably listening. And they were like, you know what? This podcast is really good. Let's get on their good side. And let's just put Ed Oliver number one. We know uh, we know he could make 
the list somewhere. Let's just shoot them all the way to the top. And I love the fucking video they have at the very bottom. It is Ed Oliver just sacking uh, Lamar Jackson, who is number two, by the way, yeah. which is even better. It's him sacking him like 20 yards back, and U of H is up 31-7 to against Louisville in the third quarter. That was amazing. That was a true freshman uh, just beating the hell out of the Heisman winner. And we won yeah. that game. I mean, Ed Oliver, honestly, he's going to go number one draft pick. He's going to be a sophomore, so we, U of H has him for one more year, and then I think he'll go number one draft pick, honestly. He definitely has potential. I mean, he's... Well, he's like Clowney, how he went number one to the Texans, but I think he's honestly better than Clowney already. I'm not saying, like, at his height he was be- he's better right now, but I'm saying as a true freshman, I think he's better. And he's progressing. I mean, if they're already putting him at number one as a true sophomore, like, if he doesn't get drafted first, he's obviously a disappointment. Exactly. So, we'll see what he does next year, but... I love the guy. Uh, shout out to Ed Oliver. I hope to God he ever hears me talk on this podcast because I think he's my favorite college football player of all time. <laughs> he's up there with Andre Ware. Yeah, and then number two, they had Lamar Jackson. That's Yeah, that's fair. I mean, he won the Heisman. What are you going to do? <laughs> he probably should have been one, but whatever. No, no that's uh, a, few, a few other things. Jalen Hurts, the quarterback at Alabama. Yeah. He's at 66. Yeah, and where he belongs. That just shows the competition at Alabama, like, he honestly doesn't even have the guaranteed starting position there. Um, well, it's Alabama and, quarterback. Like, you're not that great. That's true. That is true. Um, and then one more thing. We've been talking about Penn State a little bit last episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, Saquon Barkley's at yep. four. He's at, Yeah, he's at four. The only person. Where's the next player from uh, Penn State on this list? Trace Trace McSorley. I cannot believe. I, I apologize to all Penn State fans that I forgot Trace McSorley, one of my favorite players to watch. Uh, he's at 37, their quarterback. Yeah, he's at 37. That's where the next Penn State person belongs. I see Baker Mayfield at 7, and I think that's too high. Too high as in, like, not good enough. Wait, which which way? I'm thinking that? he shouldn't even be in the top 10. Wow. Well, yeah, Darius Geist should probably be ahead of him. That I just, LSU. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, Baker Mayfield, people hype him up really a lot because he has a big name that everybody knows. But I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't think he's that great. Uh, you're, also, I, you're also probably just limiting that to the game that you watched against Houston. Well, can I not? Did you did you go to an Oklahoma game last year? No, I have I've never been to an Oklahoma game. Okay. Well, I went to a game where Oklahoma was playing in last year and saw Baker Mayfield get his ass whooped by a true freshman. I've also seen Baker Mayfield do very well on multiple occasions on TV. Yeah, by competition that's not as good as uh, U of H. All right. Well. Uh... I guess I don't really have an answer for that. Yeah, well, I mean, you shouldn't be allowed to because you didn't go to a G5 school. You see our boy uh, Dexter Lawrence at number six? Yeah, he should probably be higher than Ed Oliver. Uh, I don't know. I could, uh, Ed Oliver could beat him up. We all have agreed upon that. We know Jay says that he can beat him up. So, I mean, Jay, if you think you can really beat up the number six uh, player for 2017, then, I mean, good for you. But uh, Just for the record, I never said that. We can go back to the tape. I'm going to cut that part out, so... Uh yeah, I mean Jay, you wanna you wanna try to fight the number six player from Clemson? I I agree. I think he probably deserves that spot. He's really good. I don't know why you hate him so much, but yeah, just throwing that out there. It's a big year for uh for young defensive linemen, I guess. Cause yeah, seriously, if you look at uh, this list, it's like a lot of D linemen, like sophomores especially. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's... so Something to watch. That's I guess I, list. next uh, next year, not this next draft, but the year after that with Ed Oliver, there's going to be a lot of D linemen drafted that year. That's true. So, yeah, that's a pretty good list uh, for all of our listeners. Go check out that list on uh, Sports on Earth. We love that 
website. They're great. Check Until them out. they put out something that talks crap about Houston, then you're going to hate it. Well, that's why they should have chair gating as their official podcast because I'll keep them in check. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that's pretty much what we got for this entire episode. We just skimmed through a bunch of bullshit that's in the media because there's no football going on. So it is rumor season and I have one rumor today and here we go. Look at all these rumors surrounding me every day. I just need some time, some time to get away from, from all these rumors. I can't take it no more. So for the rumor I have today, it actually isn't even a rumor. This is a true story. I have an inside source here in Austin. He works construction. Uh, it's my buddy. No names. You got a lot of construction sources. I got, that's pretty much, that's the best source to have because that's the unbiased, like in the heat of the shit. Cause people will say whatever they want around a construction guy. They don't think he's listening or cares. Little do they know they're all sources for me. So a buddy I grew up with, uh, here outside Austin is my construction source. And he was working on a project at UT that's Texas for all you SEC people. They were building something for the athletic department. Tom Herman was walking around the site, I guess, checking it out. And his boss, he's a, he's my buddy as a manager. So his boss is like owns the company was there. And he told Tom Herman, Hey, you know, you can't be walking around here without a hard hat. That's a hazard for us. And that's like a liability. And Tom Herman says, do you know who I am to the owner of this construction company? And that was his response to like, you're not allowed to be here because you don't have a hard hat. All he said was, do you know who I am? And this is a true story. This isn't a rumor. This is actually true. And I think that just confirms what I have been saying for so long about Tom Herman. And I'm just glad that it's finally out there. I hope people listen. I hope they hear what I have to say about Tom Herman. Cause this is a fact that he responded. Do you know who I am? Assuming that he would just be able to do whatever the fuck he wants. Okay, but you've only been saying that since he left Houston. So yeah. quit pretending like you've been saying that for two years. Well, I've been saying it <laughs> since he lost to SMU. How about that? Um, okay, that, that's a good point. Yeah, so I'm just glad it's finally out there. Tom Herman, he's an asshole. Okay, well, this type of story wouldn't get the publicity unless we unless we brought it. You Nobody's know, Nobody's going to talk about this. This is, this is coming from chair gating. Nobody else will talk about this. Even part of my take, podcasts that we both love wouldn't mention this. I know for a fact they would be too scared. Yeah, because our source actually tried to reach out to them. Yeah, so I'm just going to call out a part of my take. If you're not scared, uh, hit us back up and see, you know, say something about this because I think you're too scared to talk about the real issues going on in college sports. That's why we have to be here because they won't do it. Yeah, and other podcasts very similar to that. Yeah, so I mean, I even tweeted a photo back in uh, a few weeks ago when I first heard this, and it my buddy took a photo of it just to prove that this happened. It was a hard hat signed by Tom Herman. It says hook him and then Tom Herman, which is kind of even more of an asshole move because of the whole situation revolved around the hard hat. But what's the, oh, I got you. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a thank you to the construction people, but he signed a hard hat, which is like even more of a dick move because he said like he wasn't supposed to be there because of the hard hat. And then, yeah. So also it's kind of a dick thing to sign because what are you supposed to like? You're not supposed to wear that anymore. Right. Like, that's exactly. Just, Increasing the danger of construction, you know? Exactly. I don't think he even cares about the cost of hard hats for construction companies. Like, now they need to buy an entire another hard hat? Yeah, those things aren't cheap. Sorry we're not all millionaires because we get overpaid by a college like you. Yeah, what a dick. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Also, um, we I just tweeted a poll on our Twitter account, and it was, what's the best overall conference? 
and it's SEC, ACC, Big Ten, and uh, Mac Nation. And unfortunately, SEC's winning right now. Um, Mac is the last. I'm kind of disappointed. So if anybody's listening and that poll is still up while you're listening, please go just fucking punch that button for Mac. Yeah, no, Mac should win every poll. That's what I'm saying. SEC's winning 53%. Like, who the fuck is... How is... First of all, the SEC is like almost doubling the ACC. And that's just horseshit because we all know the ACC is the superior conference now. But Mac is only 7%. And I well, voted I on this because... on my personal thing. So that's the only vote is from me. That's disappointing. You put Mac Nation. I think you should have just put Mac. You know, people are getting confused. Well, yeah, maybe that's true. Okay. So sorry to all the listeners who voted and you were like, what's Mac Nation? Mm-hmm. Just know from now on, that's what I'm going to call it. And uh, vote for Mac. Just go back and change your vote. I don't know if that's a thing on Twitter. Uh, somebody even said it was the guy that called it the fun belt. He made a really good point. He was like, where's the fun belt? Hashtag fun belt. Uh, and I was like, you know, sorry, but we blame Twitter's communist policy that only allows four options. And yeah, I, think, this, I thought this was America, you know? Yeah, and I think we were the first hashtag to ever do hashtag America needs more than four commies. Granted, it sounds like America needs more than four commies, mm-hmm. but there's no, like, comma allowed in a hashtag, so just yeah, understand that. Yeah, big. Right, right. That just goes back to the lesson of, like, why punctuation is so important. But just for anybody listening, that's what I meant. You should have done another hashtag that followed that that said hashtag punctuation uh, is needed as well. Well, hold on. While we're talking, I'll do uh, hashtag punctuation. (laughs) You better not cut this part out. Yeah. How do you spell punctuation? (laughs) Pretty sure there's a P and a U and an N. And then after that, it gets a little fuzzy. Punctuation. Someone tweeted us how to spell punctuation. Don't don't add us on this. I don't know how to spell punctuation. I graduated from a G5 school. But yeah, I'm going to actually tweet this while we're recording. Hashtag punctuation needed in last hashtag. Uh, it's not. It's getting a little. Hashtag read between the lines. Okay, got it. And we're tweeting that right now. All right, so that's the episode. That's what we got for episode five. Yeah. Five, yeah. Okay. Let's start renaming these things. Let's. After a while, what are we going to be saying? Ha- episode 321? Or, I feel That's... like we should just start naming these episodes, you know? Okay. So how about after, like, episode 11? Because that's just, like, a random number. Uh, okay, starting episode 12. Episode we'll have, 12. We'll have names for them. Yeah, we're going to start renaming them. We'll go to episode 11 like this, like we're doing, because I like the... I-I. Or no, it's X-I. Yeah, I like that. So we're going to do that up until 11. And so anybody listening knows when you see episode 12, it's going to be titled something completely different. Mm -hmm. All right. So I hope everybody enjoyed this episode and we'll see you on episode six later. Adios. Big terrible Texas where legends are born. Look, Kiki the Don, original screwed up click. This dedicated to DJ Screw, Fat Pat, Big Mellow, Big Steve, Bun. Big Bun beater, baby, Mr. Woodgrain With diamonds up against some ballin' through your hood, man And I'm smoking on some good, man The color purple, not the movie, but the kind that have you going in a circle
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.